murder listener, this is Ian Lee uh, with an extra bonus uh, gamecast. Uh, I'm here now, Matt. Can you you say your last name? Because I don't want to get it wrong. It's Matt Carafano. Matt Carafano. I would have I would have been quite close to it. And you've been working on Skyrim. What's your proper full job description? I'm the lead artist on Skyrim. I'm guessing that's quite an important job. Uh, yeah, actually, you know, I get to decide you know, how the game looks and a lot of the things that are in it. So very. You, you say, we'll, we'll get to Skyrim in a minute. I've had a go on it. It's awesome. So don't worry about that. How do you become a lead designer? Give us kind of a little summary of your, your CV. Well, basically, uh, you know, I, I went to school for art, went to university for art, and uh, I was a big fan of Bethesda. I played their games and, you know, decided that's, that's what I want to do. So mm-hmm. went to them and bugged them quite a bit and gave them my portfolio and, and got in. So was it always game design that you wanted to be involved in? Was there ever an opportunity of going off to do something else like, like um, graphic art or, or posters or, or anything like that? Yeah, you know, I, I studied graphic design and then eventually got into 3D design and realized, you know, that's, that's really what I wanted to do. I've always been a fan of gaming since a little kid, so... Yeah, and what other games have you worked on leading up to this, are you allowed to say? So, well, basically, I've been at Bethesda pretty much my entire career, uh, so I was the lead artist on Oblivion and Morrowind as well. Okay. Tell us a little bit about, well, uh, when you get the brief for a game like Skyrim, how early on do you get involved with the discussions? Uh, Very early on. Usually it's, uh, you know, me and Todd Howard, the executive producer, and, uh, you know, maybe one of the lead designers just throwing ideas around for a while before, you know, anyone on the team comes on to to make the game. Right. And I guess you've got pretty much free reign to do whatever you want, have you? Uh, a little bit. If, if Todd's excited about it, then yes, definitely. And, uh, you know, we, we get to come up with lots of really cool ideas. And mm. so long as everyone's, you know, really interested in it, that's, that's what we're going to do. Have you, have you got really far with an idea and you think, this is it, man. This is, this is going to blow their minds. And then the suits come in and go, what the hell is that? No, I mean, honestly, at Bethesda, uh, you know, we get to come up with our ideas. And uh, so long as they're good, you know, everyone above us is very supportive and, and kind of lets us do what we want. It's a great place to work creatively you worked on oblivion what's the kind of difference between oblivion and skyrim how 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 far have we come sure well oblivion was more of a kind of classical medieval fantasy game and with skyrim we decided to make it a a more rugged harsh environment and you know show this sort of nordic culture at its best and and really discover what that's like and what do you kind of use as your source materials because it does look Hey, it looks authentic. I've got no idea what they wore back there. I, I don't know. But, it, I mean, are you researching from movies, from books? Where, where do you get this, the, the stuff from? Yeah, all of that. I mean, I'll research, you know, real-world examples. I'll look at landscape from Iceland and then, you know, look at movies like, you know, Beowulf and Grendel and, and try and figure out what, you know, people would wear and what mm-hmm. it would look like. But, you know, we also take inspiration from, you know, Frank Frazetta and, and Conan. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a mix of everything. The game looks awesome, you know. It, 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 without, I think that the first thing is that it's just incredibly striking. It, it looks, it, it just the view, you know. I started off. I think they, they kind of set me off about thirty minutes into the game, which is good. I'll be honest. I, I I liked Oblivion. Those kind of games, though, they just get me confused. I panic that there's. You hear it in my voice. I panic that there's just so much room. I don't know where to go. But it, it looks just this huge panoramic view you've got around you. 
Yeah, so that initial view, uh, we actually spend a lot of time on that because that's the first time in the game where you're released into the world and, and allowed to go wherever you want. Mm. So we want it to be very impressive and, and exciting, but we also want to give you a hint of where to go. So you'll, you'll have a little bit of a guide and we'll give you a path to the next mm. destination. So it gives you some focus, mm. but if you want, you could completely ignore that and just go off on your own. The mistake I always make with this, and when I, I, I was a bit more sensible when I just played it then, but a Eurogamer, I saw a bloke, I attacked him straight away. That's, that's a bad idea, isn't it? That's not really... Yeah, generally that's a bad idea, especially if it's town guard. They'll, uh, they'll yeah. give you some trouble. But, uh, you know, if that's how you want to play, you, you can do it. Uh, how big is the game? In, in, you know, if, 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 I, if I were to walk around it as a real person in real time, how long would it take me? Oh, geez, it's huge. It's really hard for us to say, like, how long it would take to yeah. get, you know, from one side to the other. Usually you'll get distracted by monsters or something like that. But, uh, you know, the game in area is probably about as big as Oblivion was. Mm -hmm. But we've crammed in, you know, so many more dungeons and quests. It's, it's just a much larger game than anything we've mm -hmm. done before. Um, and in terms of the graphical leap, it seems to look smoother and smarter and cleaner and better than Oblivion. Is, are you happy with the progression in, in that respect? Yeah, absolutely. We have a all Not that Oblivion was a bad game, don't get me wrong. You know, that looked amazing as well, but this has kind of really taken a big step forward, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I'm glad you, that you said that. Mm. That's sort of my goal, is to make this game you know, look you know, much better. And, and we have an all-new graphics engine for, for Skyrim and a lot of new features, you know, dynamic shadows, all-new shaders... A uh, new animation system that really helps the people look a lot more believable. Mm. So, yeah, we focused a lot of effort on how to make this game look better. What kind of things can the gamer look forward to, to stumbling across in there? Without giving away too much of the plot, what, what little surprises have you got in there? Well, there's surprises everywhere. So, really, the main thing is that you can kind of play however you want to play and go in any direction you want, and you're, you're going to find something cool, whether it's you know, a quest or an ancient dungeon, you're, you're going to find something exciting to do. Mm. And any new weapons or spells or, or anything that we can look forward to? Sure. Uh, lots of new weapons. You can actually dual-wield weapons this time, which is uh, new to the Elder Scrolls, as well as spells. You can combine spells in, uh, in both your hands and cast a more powerful version of the spell. So there's a lot more uh, strategic choices you can make. There must be, I mean, it's such a famous franchise now, and, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's known around the world. That's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. Did, at any point, you, were, you, were you having sleepless nights going, oh my God, I, I cannot balls this up? <laughs> Definitely, uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of pressure to make a game that is a good follow-up, not only to uh, Oblivion, but to Fallout 3. I mean, those are our past two games that have, yeah. uh, you know, a huge fan base, and people are really excited about the games we make. So, you know, we, we work as hard on these games as we can, and, and we really respect our fans and, and want to give them the best game we can. I was asked a bizarre question that maybe is, this was, I, I went put on Twitter that I was coming to see you. Never the best place to get questions because you get weird stuff. So I don't know if this is relevant to anything to you. Have you ever drawn an orc on a sidewalk in, using chalk for money? <laughs> no, I haven't, but that, I think that's a good idea. I might have to do that. If this all goes wrong, if Skyrim doesn't sell anything, then you've got a little way of making some extra money. Yeah, I've got a future in uh, sidewalk work drawings. <laughs> um, it, it, are there any characters in there that we should be looking out for? Any, the, the, the people that are in there, do you ever kind of model them on like your mum or you know, your friends or anything? Yeah, occasionally. A lot of the designers will, will pick uh, you know, an actor and say, hey, you know, this is kind of who I had in mind. 
can you, you know, make the character look a little bit like that? And then, you know, we'll try and do that on the art side to match what right. they were thinking about. And I'm assuming, what, can you describe, because this is, this is the whole kind of doing the art for, for a game is, is, a, is a mystery to me. Can you describe your office, your working environment? Sure. I mean, we have a huge group of artists. There's probably about 40 artists on the wow, team, really? uh, which is much bigger than we've, we've had in the past. And we have a, you know, a group of guys who draw concepts all day, so they're just drawing pictures all day. And then an artist will get that concept, try and build it in 3D, mm-hmm. stick it right into the game, and then start playing it and, and see how it works. 40 seems a lot. How long have you been working on this game for? Uh, at least three years. Uh, we've, we've been in production on it for quite a long time. Which is amazing, because for the casual person, they kind of think a game takes five months to come, you know, bang, there it is, there's another game in 3D, oh, it looks brilliant. But three years is as long, if not longer, the movies to, to work on something. Yeah, it does take a long time to make video games, especially, you know, something the scale of, of what Bethesda does. You mm. know, these games have so much in them that we really try to cram as much into the game as possible. Mm. Um, and, and what happens next? Do you now get like six months off and you go to the Bahamas and smoke cigars and drink cocktails? Or are you already kind of on the next project? Uh, we're not on the next project yet, but uh, the team's getting very excited about uh, starting up DLC. So that'll be what we'll, we'll move on to next. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of, because the game is so huge, does it not frustrate you that you put all of this effort into making this whole world and some of it won't be seen by people? I actually think that's what's great about the really? game. Yeah, because uh, you know, we don't know what you know, a player's going to do, and that's sort of what it's, what's exciting about mm. you know, Skyrim. I was talking to... I, I got to compare um, uh, a night at the Royal Festival Hall where the London Philharmonic played some music from video games, and I spoke to one of the composers, and he said it's one, you know, writing music for games is one of the best things, but he was quite saddened that some of it would probably never get heard. You know, the, level, the music on level 13 of, I think it was a James Bond game that he scored for, would only be heard for a, by a few people. But you're kind of, you think it's cool that there are secret bits that perhaps won't get seen or won't get seen very often. Yeah, absolutely. And to think about it this way, there's probably no one on the team who actually has made the game who has seen everything in it. Yeah, it's so huge. So, yeah. you know, it's even a mystery to us sometimes. We're, even though we've been playing the game for months, just play testing, you know, we still find stuff that we haven't seen before and are talking about it in the office like, hey, did you know you could do this? I never even, <laughs> never even realized that was in the game. That's fantastic that the team have crea- that have created it are discovering stuff they didn't know about. I suppose if it's such a huge team, that's, that's going to be uh, the case. It, is an, it, it looks amazing. I've only played it for half an hour, but the, the gameplay in the half an hour, is, it kind of grabs you, and the story already is kind of, kind of pulling me in. Uh, you must be really proud of this. Yeah, we're incredibly proud of it. Skyrim's been an amazing project. Mm. And it's getting huge publicity. It's obviously going to do really, really well. There are going to be people, though, that, that aren't happy because it's, it's a game and the, the, the internet. And there are always people that are unhappy on the internet. I don't know if you've come across them. I certainly have. Um, that, I mean, that must hurt when there are forums going, well, it's not as good. It doesn't have this. And they promise this. How do you deal with that kind of stuff? Or do you just totally ignore it? Uh, I actually, uh, I actually enjoy reading the criticism wow, okay. um, because I like to see what people don't like about the game, and that helps us figure out what we might want to change. Like we don't always listen to all of it, but I do go out and read a lot of the forums to find out what people don't like. And you know, I, mean, I try not to take it personally because you know no one's going to be happy with everything. But uh, I do like reading what people don't like about this. That's game. very brave of you. 
The internet is a horrible place. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they have their opinions and that's perfectly fair. <laughs> so, and going off on a complete tangent, what was the first video game you ever played? Ever played? Yeah, ever. Oh, it's man. It's a tough one, I know. It's probably got to be something off the Atari 2600, you wow. know, combat or something. You don't look old enough. You look like a boy. No, no. Really? Yeah, I mean, I got an Atari when my brother and I did for Christmas one year, and yeah. that's when it all started, yeah. so long time ago. So we, we have the Atari 2600 to, to blame for the people wasting a lot of their lives playing Skyrim, because it's going to be one of those games that takes up your days. But yeah, well, for me at least, sure, that's, that's definitely true. Hey, listen, man, thank you very much. It's lovely to talk to you. Uh, best of luck with the guy. You don't need best of luck. It's going to make you millions, and you'll be buying a yacht very soon. Thanks very much. Uh, thank you very much.